up uh, 27 minutes away from 2 o'clock. While the school holidays are with us, I know, it's early days, but the kids probably aren't whinging yet. They will, though. It will happen. Mum, Dad, I'm bored. You're sure to hit that at some stage over the next couple of weeks. Well, the good news is we've got the answer. The Art Gallery the State Library and the South Australia Museum, all on North Terrace. They're offering a uh, range of programs to keep the kids occupied during the school holidays and we have someone from each of those institutions with us in the studio now. First up, Lisa Slade, who's the Assistant Director of Artistic Programs at the Art Gallery. Hi there. Hello, Alan. Good to see you again. Lovely to see you. Mark Gilbert, uh, who is with the State Library uh, of South Australia, the Marketing Content Librarian. How are you? Very well, Alan. How are you? I'm good and... uh, um, Hang on. Hang on, she's not Lara. I've got the wrong, <laughs> I've got the wrong sheet of paper with me. <laughs> I'm a sub-in. I'm Katrina Nitschke. I'm the Head of Public Engagement for Katrina the museum. Katrina Nitschke, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Uh, you're from the museum, I of am course. From the museum. Um, look, this is a great idea that uh, in one location, within a couple of hundred yards mm. in North Terrace, we can uh, get the kids to spend a fortnight, really, if we, uh, if we know how to do it. And I'm not joking. At least a fortnight. At least a fortnight. The rest of their lives is the way we'd like to (laughs) see it. (laughs) Absolutely. Lisa, let's start with you on on the art gallery. Sure. Most of us have this image that the art gallery is somewhere you go to see one, you know, the the big headline uh, 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 exhibitions you have. Yep. And that's it for the year. It's not the case. Certainly not the case. Everything happens at the art gallery. At the moment, we do have the headline act being the Ben Quilty exhibition, and we're open all Easter, so we don't close at all. We're not closed on Good Friday. We're not even closed on Good Friday. No, no, we're actually open every day of the year with the exception of Christmas Day only, so open all Easter. So the Ben Quilty exhibition will be up for people to see, and in fact, our school holiday program is responding to that. The other thing that's happening is that Ben Quilty's 13-year-old son is quite a talented artist, and he has taken over our studio. So... The art gallery is no longer a place where you have to come in and be, you know, quiet and polite and wander through and uh, experience the world passively. You can come in and get quite engaged. So people can come in and make their own works of art in the studio every day across Easter. But we've also got spots left on our school holiday program, which actually started today. So for the next two weeks, we'll be running all sorts of workshops and all of that's on our website, obviously. Is, is this unique, what you're doing? It's not unique, although, you know, I've just, I'm just recovering still from Saturday night because we had 500 teenagers in the building on yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, I read night. about that. Yeah, how did yeah, that go? that was phenomenal. So that's Neo. So your question about unique is an interesting one because there are only two offerings in Australia that are, that are regular offerings for teenagers. And due to the Balnaves Foundation, we offer a program for teenagers six times a year mm. where they pretty much take over the art gallery. We hand the art gallery to the next generation and everything happens on that evening. Everything from we had a kind of arcade parlour of retro pinball machines happening on Saturday night all the way through to a stage that was dedicated to the phenomenal work of Northern Sound System. And they're the young people making some really incredible contemporary music in the northern suburbs of Adelaide. Fantastic. And uh, how, how many were there? 500? Yeah. Is the place still standing? Can you believe that? The place is, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) You need a little lie down. You need a little little, little lie down. Mark, uh, State Library of South Australia, um, we've got to start with, you know, the landmark, the Mortlock Chamber. Mm. I mean, you go in in that. I would be staggered how many South Australians or Adelaideans have never been in there. 
Do you think I'm right? I think you might be right. Every now and again I work on the information desk and people say, I've never been into the State Library and I've never seen the Mortlock building, despite the fact thousands of tourists come through every year just to look at the Mortlock building. They say, where is it? And they point to a photograph they might have saved on their phone. Where is it? And so we're often showing people where it is and they go in there and you can hear that sharp intake of breath when Mm. people come, when they go in. Mm -hmm. So... We're very proud to be able to show the Mortlock building off. It was open in the 1880s, and people look at it as a bit of a Hogwarts library. We have Mm. shown the films in there in the past, talking about teenagers Mm. and so forth, Mm. and the place still stands still. It was (laughs) earthquake-proof just before that, (laughs) thankfully. But, uh, yeah, people think of it as the Harry Potter library, so Mm. it's it's a great tourist attraction for us, but it's a great place for South Australians to come because we have various exhibitions in there mm. related to South Australia, everything from sports to uh, buildings and architecture. So, yeah, please come in. Yeah, just and just roaming around, as you say, the, the different exhibitions on the ground floor, each of those little alcoves is a di- little different uh, uh, um, uh, display, and it really does tell a story. It does tell a story. Um, I worked some years ago on some of those displays, but one that might be particularly interesting for people bringing their kids into the library is one called the Children's Literature Research Collection bit of a grand name we have one of the largest collections of toys children's books games in the world in our library so we've displayed just some of those in one of the the bays in the heritage mortlock building how much is hidden away in the library i mean this is a question for all of you mm. because you've all got yeah. you know amazingly large collections that the public doesn't get to see how much does the library have we have about 60 kilometres of shelving, um, both <laughs> right. on North wow. Terrace and a bit at Netley as well. Yeah. But I will say nothing is hidden from people. Um, everything in the library's collections people are allowed to see. Sometimes there's conditions on mm. the items, but um, people are allowed to see it. It might be in our reading room. So we, our oldest item is about uh, 2500 BC. And people can come in and look at that in the in our reading room if they if they want to. What's that article? Twenty five hundred BC. It's a little clay tablet from Mesopotamia, and uh, oddly, it's kind of a bureaucratic document. It's pressed onto <laughs> clay, and it's the name of workers in the fields and the hats they were issued with that on right? that given day. Yeah, and so we have displayed that on occasion, and I. I sometimes think to myself, how would these people think about something that's 4,000-odd <laughs> years old yeah. being displayed in a place mm. they didn't even know existed? Mm. It's, an, it's a kind of an amazing story. Yeah, yeah, and it's just as part of uh, one of the many amazing stories at all, all, all three institutions. Mm. Tell us about the, 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 uh, the story wall. The Story Wall is an installation that we have uh, that runs from 6 o'clock at night or evening when the sun sets up to midnight every night of the year and it screens on our Institute building. The Institute is the oldest building on North Terrace. It opened in 1860. Um, but the Story Wall has various illuminated stories from the library's collection. So a very popular one uh, for kids in particular is about Bob the Railway Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob used to catch trains up there around the Peterborough area mm-hmm. in particular. So um, we worked with a company to bring the library's collections from inside the library to outside the library. So it is a very popular installation. People can come along and choose their stories. There's one just recently been put up about uh, Ross and Keith Smith and the trip from mm. um, Britain to Australia in 1919, 100th anniversary this year. So that one's just gone up. 
It, it's, it's just endless, isn't it? It could be endless. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, the, the treasures there that uh, you can actually bring out and and, um, and uh, put on display. Well, like the other two organisations, you know, um, we just have so much that uh, we we can access and tell stories about. And, you know, every now and again when, you know, I'm having a bad day at work, I remind myself that I can go downstairs and look at something that's five, four and a half thousand years mm. old. Mm. And that makes the job okay. Mm. <laughs> we should also say that people haven't been, uh, you know, we, we began... Uh, talking about the library, that a lot of people haven't been to the Mortlock, Mortlock uh, chamber. To get in there, you go in through the main entrance of the library, which gives across you a glimpse terrace, of yeah. how that works. Yep. Walk across the, across the glass bridge, uh, uh, bridge yep. into the Mortlock. That's right. One way is the Mortlock library, and uh, the to the left is our treasures wall, where we have a kind of rotating uh, program of exhibitions, and we've got one in there now. It's the 150th anniversary of the Central Market. Mm-hmm. And so we've got an exhibition in there for the next couple of weeks before another one goes in. And I will, during um, the school holidays, a great opportunity for people to come in and look at our smeller wall. And not just look at it, oh, smell on. it. Hang on. This is radio. Explain smeller wall. Well, <laughs> when we were designing the exhibition for the market, yeah. we were trying to, we, we knew that there was food and so forth, but... The first thing that hits me when you go into the market are the smells and the sounds. So we've got some sounds, but how are we going to get the smells? I suggested perhaps hiding some fish around the place. <laughs> that didn't and really some rotten run. fruit. <laughs> um, so we've got uh, a wall which we've put up on our, on our larger wall on the western side of the Treasures Wall where um, you have these pads and uh, we've put some smells of the market on these pads so people can come along and they might want to smell some red frogs or some flowers or some Mm. beef brisket or something or even a hug from Nana and um, it's fantastic. Every week or so I have to go up and spray it with our secret (laughs) ingredient um, and try not to get them mixed up but uh, it's a a real interesting thing for us. We haven't had We've had uh, sound and film and so yeah, forth on display yeah. in our exhibitions, but we've never had smells before, mm. and it's fantastic. been very popular. Don't you get the the, the, the sprays mixed up, will you? The, oh, well. you know, the, the hug with Nana, don't get that confused with the beef brisket. Else. The beef brisket, for example, <laughs> don't you do that. That sounds absolutely wonderful. All right, Katrina, let's come to you at uh, the South Australian Museum. Now, we're talking about uh, big collections. Wow. What's in the bowels of your building? I've been there and seen it. It is absolutely astonishing, isn't it? Well, I don't want to one-up, Mark. We've got six million objects (laughs) that we hold for the community. So we have maybe 5% of our objects on show, and it's an absolutely extraordinary collection, absolutely mind-blowing. It is. And, again, it's the reason to keep on going back and revisiting these these uh, institutions, all three, because mm-hmm. you're rolling it over all the time. Yep. What what uh, specials have you got on for the school holidays at the museum? We are all fossils all the time at the moment. We <laughs> have a couple of thousand people that I had to push past on my way to get here today, Alan, um, celebrating Fossil Fest. So that runs all through um, the school holidays until yeah. Good Friday. Unfortunately, we are closed on Good Friday, but until then you can come in and you can get into our dig pits and unco- uncover your own You can own get into fossils. those sands and, and, and dig down and find the fossils and try to figure out what they are. Yeah, That's been can. going for years and it's really successful, isn't it? Oh, it's amazing fun. I mean, fossils are great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, um, you can dig for fossils, you can have your fossils identified if you found something in your own backyard or you've been out bush, and you can learn about uh, fossils from the experts. All of our paleontologists are out there talking to kids about a career in fossils, a life in science, and just how much joy can be found in paleontology. Why fossils? Why did you pick that as a theme? Oh, it's always a crowd pleaser. I mean, kids that love fossils, mm. 
But for South Australia, it's particularly significant because we have some of the world's best fossil sites. We have the ACRA in the Flinders Ranges. Yeah. We have a have Cambridge. You been there? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's right. yeah. it's it's an amazing I'm just a bit landscape. Annoyed I have it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can come in and see Ediacara in the museum. Five hundred and fifty million. No, I want to see the real thing. I, it is the real thing. You can touch no, it. But I want to go, I'll up, go there, up north. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to talk about that, Alan, because it is an, it's an extraordinary site. Um, just declared as a protected area last yes, uh, yeah. week. We have the Cambrian explosion on display in Emu Bay on Kangaroo Island. We have the world's only opalised fossils up Cooper Way, where the unique conditions of Cooper mean that instead of having um, dinosaurs roaming the earth, we had these marine monsters, plesiosaurs and pliosaurs, and when they died, fell to the bottom of the ancient ocean that covered the landscape up there dried out and became fossilised and uh, opalised. And you can see those at the museum as well. And then the wonderful Narracourt Caves. So yeah. extraordinary world-class fossil sites here. Well, yeah, that's a good explanation as to why you're drilling down on fossils. The, yeah. the, the story just doesn't <laughs> never fun. end, does it? The, the story never ends and so much fun. I, I must admit, one of the times I was, uh, we were on a film filming uh, shoot for Postcards with Keith Connon, and I, I can't remember where it was. It was up near the Big Bend or something on the Murray, and we were up on one of the cliffs, and we found a, a shark's tooth. Yeah, you can you know, find amazing and, things. You know, and, and then went around the next corner and we found some um, um, oyster shells. Mm. You know, it's just staggering when you stop and think about it. Yeah, well, that's you know, one of the things we love about fossils is yeah. so many people who now work in science can trace that interest back to an experience like that. They mm. were out bush, they mm. found something, and they were curious. Mm. And that's what science is, is mm. just following your curiosity, finding out about the world, learning more from each other, and getting excited. So that's what we're trying to do with fossils. It's really important for building an interest in STEM for kids and showing them what they can do. Yeah. We're talking to uh, representatives from uh, the uh, Art Gallery the State Library and the Museum of South Australia about what's happening over the school holidays. Any questions or any comments, give us a call, 8223 0000. Back with more after this. It's 14 minutes away from uh, 2 o'clock. See Agostino Mitsubishi for the best deals, best service and best experience. Helping 5AA bring you the very best in sports. Agostino Mitsubishi, Nailsworth and Elizabeth. Agostino.com.au Hi, Alan Lark from Mannix Air. Thinking duct of gas heating? Then take advantage of our super pre-winter offer. At Mannix, we'll install a Bonaire 5 outlet system from just $2,890 after big natural gas rebates and discounts. And for a short time, we'll upgrade you to a higher efficiency unit at no extra cost. That's $450 of extra added value. Remember, nobody beats Mannix. For a free quote, call 1300 Mannix or go online anytime. Philhoffman Travel and Princess Cruises are delighted to announce the release of 20 new cruises in and out of Adelaide. In 2020-21, three magnificent ships, Majestic Princess, Sea Princess and for the first time, Sapphire Princess will sail from Adelaide. Cruises range from 2 to 19 nights including round-trip sailings from Adelaide to Tasmania, New Zealand, Fiji and more. Cruises start from $3.29 per person twin share. Get in quick with Philhoffman Travel. Visit pht.com.au. You know how they say a penny saved is a penny earned? Well, we just had a garage sale and one young bloke paid 60 bucks my old typewriter. (laughs) 
His idea of saving is a little different to mine. You're even smarter with your money these days. If you take out Apia Home and Car Insurance, you'll get 10% off both. We're Australia's leading over 50s insurance specialist. It's time to switch to Apia. Terms and conditions apply. Apia is an authorised representative of AI Limited, the product issuer. Consider the PDS before buying and whether it's right for you. Call 13.50.50 for a copy. Fruvo and Pasadena Foodland are Australia's first organic certified supermarkets and we are proud to deliver the finest range of certified organic and well-being foods for your family. We continue to build long-term relationships with local farmers and suppliers, working together to bring you the highest quality organic and well-being range throughout the store to celebrate your health and lifestyle. For exceptional value in the widest range, visit us at Frivo and Pasadena Foodland, Adelaide's finest supermarkets, a shopping experience like no other. How do you go from making automotive parts to aeronautical parts? For Adelaide family business, Axiom Precision, it was simple. Transform. Today, they're an advanced manufacturer in defence and aerospace. They're working on major projects, like the Joint Strike Fighter with BAE, and they've now tripled their workforce. When Australian businesses, big and small, work together, they create new opportunities and new jobs. Today, 86% of all jobs in Australia are in a business. Authorised by Jay Clark, BCA Melbourne. The deals just keep getting better at Dave Potter Honda. For a limited time only, Dave Potter is selling Honda CRV now from just 29990 drive away. And the Honda HRV now from just 26990 drive away. You can see the whole range today because Dave Potter have over 300 new demo and used cars in stock right now. That's what makes Dave Potter Honda SA's number one selling Honda dealer. Servicing South Australia for over 70 years, Dave Potter Honda. Macular degeneration is Australia's leading cause of blindness. If you're over 50, have an eye test and macular check. Early detection is vital. You can have the very early signs without even knowing. Information, guidance and support is only a phone call away. Call the Macular Disease Foundation on 1-800-111-709 for a free macular degeneration information kit. In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scrape your caravan, Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. Ten minutes away from uh, two o'clock. And, uh, yes, we're talking about money, money, money because we're talking about ABBA. We've got uh, Dr Lisa Slade, who uh, is from the Art Gallery of South Australia with us, Katrina Nischke from the South Australian Museum and Mark Gilbert from uh, the State Library of South Australia talking about the great range of programs that are on over the school holidays. So if you're worried about the kids getting bored, which they will, trust me, uh, these are great activities for them. Uh, it'll be fun but they'll also get a real take-home message out of it and it won't be a formal class where they have to sit down. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have been talking about ABBA. Have you got... Is there a general consensus on the favourite ABBA song? Well, I went for Winner Takes It All. And you'd already played mine. <laughs> and I, we mentioned the fact that Winner Takes It All is kind of like the breakup song. I think it's... A, I think, not, that, not that I'm into breakups, but I don't know. I think it it's was too about the breakup. It's yeah. a particularly poignant song. Well, all back, right. back in the day, we all were in one building on North Terrace, so you can <laughs> say we have broken oh, up. Oh, this is very apt. <laughs> There you go, Mark. I haven't stopped to think about that. You pro you would have all been in the one building. 
yeah. the start, we were in the in institute. In the institute building. Yeah. I give tours of the Mortlock building and I can say, you know, the, yep. the whale yeah. in the cafe yep. used to go down the... The, the middle of the, the Mortlock. The middle of the Mortlock building, the, the whale skeleton that's okay. now Cabinet behind the cafe at the museum. Yeah. Where did that used to be? Right down the centre of the, the Mortlock. I didn't know that either. Yeah. There you go. We're all learning something today. Yeah. We're all learning. But also the collections were quite... Um, even after we moved out, things have still moved back and forth a lot. Mm. Mm. So library collections, some some works come to us, photographs mm. have come to us, some things yep. have gone to you, vice versa. Is there ever a blue in the back galley? Never. You're not getting that. That's mine. <laughs> That's mine. Um, uh, Lisa, one thing we should uh, say about um, the art galleries uh, program over mm-hmm. the the, uh, the Easter holidays, it's not just all here in Adelaide, uh, regional areas as well. Yeah, really important for us to reach re- regional audiences and to take art and the best of it to regional audiences. Just yesterday we opened the Robin Stacey exhibition, which is called Ray of Light, and it celebrates an ancient technology. That's the camera obscura, which is uh, when you darken a room and you allow a little pinhole and a ray of light comes through and captures the outside world inside. And in fact, we had a ray of light, a camera obscura in the Institute building two years ago, an active camera obscura. We had one at Carrick Hill. And now they're happening all over South Australia as part of the travelling exhibition. It was such a hit. We decided to put the show on the road and with our friends at Country Arts and Regional Galleries, we are touring that show for two years. Really? So, yeah, yeah, which is pretty sensational. So there are a series of large photographs that capture very famous, well, some, most of them, quite well-known views of Adelaide in very surprising ways. So the Samri building is captured inside a motel room from the motel opposite the Samri building. So uh, Robin Stacey is an internationally regarded photographer mm. and she's developed this project for uh, for South Australia and we launched yesterday at Murray Bridge. So if people are heading that way, maybe they're going to the zoo or heading up kind of that way, stop in at Murray Bridge. The exhibition is, of course, free. Fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. And that'll be on tour? That'll be on tour until the end of 2020. Mm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Mark, uh, State Library... Um, your online presence uh, uh, will continue over the holidays? Yes, it will, and uh, we're very conscious that we're the State Library of South Australia, not just Adelaide. Yeah, good, good. Um, so we like to get material online that covers the whole of South Australia. Um, we've got about a quarter of a million photographs accessible via our catalogue, which is about half the number of photographs that we've got. But How so- many? We've got about a half a million photographs. Half a million, and that's only half the catalogue. Yeah. yeah. You've got a bit of work to do, just a bit. <laughs> Uh, that's a call out to Jenny who has to do all that. Um, Get back on the job, Jenny. But, but another thing we do have uh, is called the South Australian uh, Red Cross Information Bureau archive that was put online at uh, or two or three years ago um, in the anniversary of the First World War. In in those days, uh, the, the Red Cross used to act as a centre for queries. Obviously, people wanted to know what was happening to their uh, friends and loved ones overseas, mm. and they would send uh, a letter to the Red Cross Bureau and um, then in time an answer may or may not come. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine that's quite traumatic reading a lot of the time Mm -hmm. and it's been a wonderful resource for uh, family historians particularly but also people who are interested in the history of World War I and the history of of South Australia. And uh, so people can just find that if they do a Google search but also via our our brand spanking new website. And uh, doing that, I mean... 
don't expect to do it in 10 minutes. You can spend hours and hours, and it's amazing what you find. The history of your own family, the history I'm of talking your own from experience. And people come into the library regularly and they're just starting, or they've done a lot, but they found that uh, what they thought was true isn't in fact true anymore. Mm. There was a lady that came in the other day thought that her um, uh, grandfather was hung, and I was very pleased to tell her that he wasn't, that he lived to a ripe old age and hadn't done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so was that kind of family folklore in a sense? It was family folklore yeah. where they thought that uh, he, had, he had murdered someone, but the uh, poor old guy, he hadn't murdered anyone at all. And so he never, I don't he know never how that's, I No, he didn't. And I'm not sure how that story got into the family. You can mm. never know, really. But uh, she kind of looked happy, but then a little bit disappointed as well. <laughs> Yes, yes, lost a notoriety. Yes, a lot of people, uh, you know, wish that they had a bush ranger in their in their family. Yeah. But when you think <laughs> yeah. about it, it's probably not something to be proud of. When you think about, it. <laughs> uh, Katrina, um, uh, virtual reality, uh, you've got uh, on offer. Yeah, we've got a, an amazing experience where you can dive the reef with Sir David Attenborough. Yeah, in virtual yeah. reality, it is like you are there. It's an amazing experience, and we're getting um, really strong feedback from the public to the point that some feel some people get a little bit seasick when they really? go under is that underwater. Is it? So it's that realistic. You get on a submarine um, submersible and you get underwater with Sir David, and he points out the features of the reef. You see sharks, you see fish, you see amazing coral, and then he takes you into the science of that. Mm. Coral, mm. and that's the glass bubble that he's in, isn't it? With mm. uh, with uh, the other bloke sitting next to him driving. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're yeah. sitting in a seat. He's uh, sitting over your right shoulder and talking to you about what you're about to experience. And for those of you who do get a bit seasick, it's uh, quite the quite the experience. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big selling point. <laughs> you hand out bags at the door. Oh, uh, look, honestly, we we did plan for that. But what we're finding is all of the people who do it are just absolutely immersed in this extraordinary yeah. experience yeah. and loving it. Yeah. So we we did think about what we would do because some of our testing showed people did you know it's it's virtual reality <laughs> how many people in a session about 40 about four, oh it's that big oh, yeah, yeah so we get about 40 people and we do it four times a day we're going to bump that up a little bit um because so the demanding is over there. kind of simultaneously is that right yeah 40, yeah. 40 people so you're surrounded yeah. by people you get to see some of our collection right. material so mm-hmm. one of our um, marine biologists have put some corals on display mm-hmm. you can learn about coral bleaching you can see mm-hmm. about the diversity of mm-hmm. corals on the Great Barrier Reef, and then you have this experience with Sir David. Mm. Excellent. Uh, Sandy's calling from Littlehampton. Uh, got a question, Sandy, about virtual reality. Yes, thank you very, very much. I appreciate allowing me just to um, say something about it. I went in there just uh, last week to see it from Littlehampton, and I got there about one thirty because the show was at 2 o'clock, and I was told to go into the souvenir department to get the tickets. When I went in there, there was a few people there, so I thought, right, I'd go in and have a coffee and then go back. When I got back there at 10 to 2, I was told that I was too late to get a ticket because you actually need 15 minutes to get set up prior to the show starting. So I had my grandson with me and my husband, and we were not allowed to go in and see it. And... and uh, so we had to come all the way back home and I um, found that very disappointing because there was no one, there was no sign to say about that and where I got it from about the virtual reality show in the advertiser, there was nothing stated in there as well. So I, I was, we were really, really looking forward to it, um, but it was disappointing that we did not know that and nobody told 
All right, uh, Sandy, thanks for alerting everyone else to that. Uh, and, yeah, sorry you were so disappointed. Yeah, if you wanted to make contact with the museum, Sandy, we'd, we'd love to talk to you about that experience and how we can make sure that people are aware that ticket sales do close off 15 minutes beforehand because of the, the technology involved in this. We do need to give people a warning about the experience and, and make sure that they can do it safely. And it does require quite a bit of setup. So very sorry you had that experience. I can understand that would have been disappointing. Thanks, Sandy. And listen, thank you all. Uh, a wonderful, wonderful lineup for the school holidays. Um, thank you, uh, just, Alan. Just remember to get into your reality thing 15, 14 minutes before it's done. And Alan, we look forward to seeing you in the gallery and the library and the museum. Yeah, you will. You will. Please do, Alan. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm very regular, happy to show you around. I'm a regular, regular visitor. You are. Don't worry. It's great. Um, uh, and um, everything's opened yes. uh, almost at, well, the, 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 um, the gallery's opened every day. Mm-hmm. We're closed Good Friday. And we open at midday on Anzac Day. That's the museum and the state. We're open on Sunday. State so library. we have been discussing about getting our hours all tied up together. Yes, we've just been working maybe on we that. we should really be looking at. So, <laughs> but we're open Sunday. But the thing is, if you haven't been there for a while, or if you have been there for a while, the exhibitions and all the attractions at all these wonderful institutions roll over constantly. There's always something new going on because uh, the collections in all three centres is so great. And uh, uh, that's the incentive that uh, you need to go in and pop in. And even if you just... You know, in shopping one day, whip in for half an hour and have and a look And we are one of the few places in the world where these institutions sit side by side yeah. in the middle of the CBD yeah. alongside the shopping precinct. On the best boulevard in the Southern Hemisphere. You got mm. it. North Terrace. Good on you. Thank Thanks you very so much. much. Thank uh, you, Alan. Ha- Happy Easter and uh, we'll see you. Happy Easter. Uh, stick around after the break. Uh, we're going to sort out all of your pet issues.